It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. What was that store that sucked, but because it was around when we were younger, we thought it was good? Zellers. That's Zellers, right. (laughs) We used to go there as a family when the kids were younger and just let them loose. They could run around. Oh, you're a nightmare. It was great. This was before we had any big department stores here in Godrich. Fair enough. They hated us when we came. Zellers closed down in Godrich either late 2012 or 2013. I believe it's shut down, but it looks like some Zellers pop-up shops are going to be coming back inside of the Bay stores around Canada. So there's going to be a lot of pop-up Zellers locations. This will be great. A little bit of nostalgia going on here. Do you think they'll still honor my Club Z points? Yes. I've been hanging on to that red card. I haven't confirmed that, but I'm going to assume yes. Got about $50 I didn't spend. Uh, closest one to Huron County is going to be in White Oaks Mall in South London. Nice. So you can go to Zeller's there. That'll be fun. Do you remember uh, Do you remember the mascot? Do you remember his name? Yeah, Zeddy. Zeddy. Zeddy the bear. Zeddy the teddy bear. Yeah. It's like a teddy bear, but with a Z because it's Zeller's. Were they the lowest prices the law people? Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Zeddy would go around marking things down. I like uh, Zeddy. They had to get rid of Zeddy because he had a zeroing problem. Matt and I got down the Zeller's rabbit hole. So you looked up some old commercials, and <laughs> man, the music rocks. Oh, yeah. I remember this song word for word. Remember hey, this? Hey, Canada, your store's got it all. Take a look. Check it out. Well, it's the most for your money. It's like a Brian Adams song. I think... Yeah, I think they got Brian Adams to do that or something. That. Totally 80s. Don Henley. <laughs> they just couldn't live up to being the lowest price, unfortunately, after a while. And people will go in and say, hey, this is cheaper over here. And I thought it was the law that you had lower prices. And, and the underpaid 15-year-olds were like, we don't set the rules I here. Just, I just work here. I'd like to go back to Zeller's, recreate that childhood memory where my mom talks to me. I've never thought about stealing a statue from a church, but they are nice statues. Well, there's a lot of valuable stuff in churches, old churches. Sometimes some of the pottery and stuff's like got gold in it and whatever. It's beautiful, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to steal from anywhere Catholic churches, they got the expensive stuff. Yeah, they got the good stuff. They got the real deal gold stuff. So there was this dude down in Mexico. He decided to steal from this big church. Idiot chose the wrong statue. He went in and he stole the St. Michael the Archangel statue. He's the one who, with his flaming sword, casts Satan into the lake of fire. Yeah, he usually has a big sword. He's always seen with a sword because that's what he used to send Satan to hell. So this idiot's trying to get out of the church, tries to jump a fence, and gets stabbed by the sword. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of divine retribution there. Does that make you turn to religion after that? It's like the Lord literally stabbed. The same dude who stabbed Satan stabbed me. (laughs) Everyone knows you go for the Jesus statue. Well, hold on. Which Jesus statue? Because there's the Jesus of just him standing and like looking like sad, looking pious. And then there's the crucifix. One with the, the wooden walking stick. That's okay. not going to pierce your body. But no. yeah, stay away from the one with the cross because those nails could be sharp. They, oh boy. They could be. It's- Looks like a COVID-19 vaccine that can be inhaled is entering phase two of human trials. So they tried this on a whole bunch of people. Now they're kind of looking at the effects. 
You just breathe it in. <sighs> ah. Wouldn't Done. it be awesome if you could put a vaccine into like a vape pen? Oh, yeah. And then you're on a date and you can ask your date if they want a hit of your fuzzy peach Pfizer. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. I'm more old school, though. I prefer getting vaccinated the old-fashioned way. A suppository administered by a doctor smoking a cigarette. This gentleman from Toronto. He played the lottery. He played instant ultimate with his aunt. Won a million bucks together. Oh, an aunt would be a good person to play with. Yeah. Because, like, did you have an aunt that was a party animal? I had a couple. No, I didn't have that cool aunt that lived in the city. But you know? a lot of people have a cool aunt, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you might think you can party with your parents, but do you really want to make out with a stranger at 2 a.m. in a McDonald's in front of your mom? No, no. That's aunt material. This part of the story upset you. Their dream is to own a home and will use their money for a down payment. Matthew, why does this upset you? Well, it used to be you'd read these lottery stories and they'd be like, I'm going to buy two homes. I'm going to buy six homes. And a cottage. <laughs> and now it's like, yay. We can afford a down payment. It's, it's depressing. I won the lottery. I'm going to go to Loblaws. Do a couple grocery shops. I'm going to buy groceries that aren't on sale in the flyer. <laughs> Not even exciting to win the lottery anymore. Uh, this has been another edition of Old Man Complains That Things Cost More Than They Used To. Feel bad for this guy from St. Thomas. So he was going up to Owen Sound for hip surgery. St. Thomas to Owen Sound is yeah. a Four, five-hour drive? So it's a big trip. It's a good drive. So, you know, you get up early, get a hotel, you take work off. Probably the poor guy couldn't eat for 24 hours. Yeah, a lot of surgeries you can't eat beforehand. It's a big process. So then he gets all the way to the operating table. He's on the table? Yes. They have the spinal tap in, ready to knock him out. They tapped him too? (laughs) Yes. So he's ready for surgery. And then they said, uh, we have a problem. We don't have the parts. We're missing a piece. They missed a piece? They're missing a piece of the hip. Like like you, you're missing a piece in your Lego set. And they're telling him, like, uh, we can't do the operation now. Sorry. Yeah, we need this piece, so bye. Oh, I guess I'll have to come back some other time after he spent maybe, who knows, like $1,000. So he's he wants compensation. Yeah, he, he messaged uh, Gray Bruce Health Services saying like, hey, like you got to pay for the hotel and everything else. Like we don't have this in our budget. You guys messed up. <laughs> oh, boy. You should make sure all the bolts are there before you open up my <laughs> hip. Imagine they had opened the hip up and got that far. And then sewed him back up, and then he wakes up, and they say, you don't have a new hip. But you got scars. Something uh, similar, not exactly, but something similar happened to you years ago. You were in a band. Oh, yeah, something similar. We we drove all the way to Thunder Bay. Because Which is a lot, like 16, 17-hour drive. Yeah, we had a concert at a bar there. Stupid. Why would we drive that far for a concert? It's beyond me. Because you're a dedicated musician. People wanted us to come. We get there. And the whole downtown power is out. So there's no power at this bar. So you drive all the way to Thunder Bay from Huron County. <laughs> and then we couldn't even play. Oh. And therefore we didn't get paid. <laughs> Just And that would have been the gig that put you on the map too. You wouldn't be in radio. You'd be a star. You'd be on a, stages. Yeah, there was agents going to be there. Garth Brooks would have opened for you. I know. But the power went out in Thunder Bay and now you're... Just on Huron County Radio, like a sap. So over the years, they've struggled up in Wyerton to to keep a good white groundhog working. This The, <laughs> the way you said it was kind of racist. What? Like to keep a good white groundhog no, that's the, employed 
It's an albino. In a <laughs> career of brown groundhogs. It might have sounded it's that way. It's just your tone that was weird. But everything's based around this <laughs> albino groundhog, and they've struggled to find one in the last few years. I think they found it back in September, but I'm just hearing about it now because Groundhog Day is in a couple weeks. So last year they had like just a regular groundhog. And then they've struggled over the years. They, they once had two backup groundhogs, but the main groundhog killed the understudies. Remember that year? This was back in the early 2000s. You've told me about it. Yes, yeah, nuts. Back to normal this year. The white groundhog will be doing the prognostication. Willie. Where'd they find him? Oh, they found him in Cleveland. I remember hearing about it in the news, and they must have saw that too and went down there and just grabbed it? You yeah. just go down there and grab it and Do throw it in a trunk? Do you call the town ahead of time? They're like, hey, you got this groundhog, we want to bring it back. Does it count as livestock? Or does it count as a pet at that point because it belongs to the town and it's like caged? I don't think you can take that over the border. They must have snuck it up to Wyerton. Do you have anything to declare? No. No, I, we, no we don't there's, have a giant rat in the trunk. There's no white groundhogs in the trunk. Who's chewing through the taillight cable right now? No, <laughs> no, officer. Why are you beating me? Planning a trip to Mexico and you like to smoke? Well, you might want to... Hold on. Smoke what? Smoke cigarettes. Okay. Dude, weed's legal. You have to clarify now. Yeah, yeah. True enough. They're one of the strictest anti-tobacco countries now in the world. They recently have a law that says you can't smoke anywhere. Any public spaces, hotels, parks, beaches. Can't smoke on the beach? That's like everything you do in Mexico, basically. You might want to keep that in mind if you're going to Mexico. Apparently, you can still do some vaping, but just outdoors. So at least you can still look like an idiot doing that. On Tuesday, somebody won the $60 million Lotto Max jackpot in Richmond Hill. <gasps> rich in Richmond Hill. Shame on you. Well, we have a town name that has rich in it. God Does rich. that mean we could be lucky too, maybe? Maybe. maybe. God rich. A $60 million jackpot also won in Richmond Hill in November. So that's two $60 million jackpots in the same town. That's bizarre. What are the chances of that that's even? That's crazy, right? Richmond Hill, man, they're so lucky there. Not like us in Huron County. We're unlucky and unattractive. It's a weird world we live in anymore. I just assume I'm being watched. There's a camera somewhere, everywhere. Totally. Including your vacuum cleaner. There's this woman. She signed up for a test trial of a new Roomba that has cameras on it and such. And next thing you know, there's pictures of her on the internet, on the toilet, that were taken by this Roomba. What do you mean pictures on the... Why, what's the vacuum doing in the bathroom? Well, I don't know. It came into the bathroom to clean something up. <laughs> Took a picture of her on the toilet. I mean you no harm. Snap, snap. It's a weird world, right? Can you imagine going back to, let's say, the 1950s and telling the people there, you got to be careful when you get to the future because your vacuum cleaner is going to take pictures of you on the toilet. They would think you were nuts. And because it's the 1950s, they'd say, you're a woman. Why are you making financial decisions? So this video surfaced uh, last week. There was a gentleman on the subway in Toronto and he had a table and a plate and a knife and a fork, and he was eating French toast on yeah. the subway. Had like a fancy white tablecloth and everything. And people were filming him because that's weird. Turns out Wendy's was behind it, promoting their new French toast sticks. A little bit of guerrilla marketing, as they call it. There was another video also surfaced. There was a guy crapping on the side of Highway 21. Did you see this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was near Kingsbridge. 
it was a promotion for Tim Hortons Dark Roast Coffee. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. I mean, but a subway train, like, that's the least sanitary place to eat Wendy's, aside from an actual Wendy's. It'd be nice to get some snow again so we can go tobogganing. Look at you segueing into our bit like a professional radio jock. Yeah. City of Oshawa. I haven't been there in a couple of years, but uh, one of their subcommittees, an operations services committee, they voted to ban tobogganing on all but two hills. So you can't toboggan anywhere except two very specific hills. Well, why? Is it too dangerous? Situation a couple of years ago, there was a girl in Ottawa. Uh, she was tobogganing and hit a post and died. Well, of course. That's part of... Uh, well, I mean, that's sad, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Were you going to say it's part of tobogganing? It is. Part of the appeal of tobogganing is that there's this element of danger. And you got to avoid hitting the trees and such. Also, it's it's fun. We used to go to this place where if you didn't wipe out at the bottom, you'd fly into the river. Into the Maitland River? Yeah, and so you'd be yelling down to your friends. Wipe, wipe out! out! Wipe <laughs> out! You know, when it was icy, you had to wipe out and make sure you stopped before you went into the river. So they haven't formally banned tobogganing yet in Oshawa. The for, uh, city <laughs> council has to vote on that vote. Come on. like If we banned it, Something every time somebody got hurt. I would have been banned years ago from the urinals at Subway. I've butt-dialed people before. I feel like you've butt-dialed people. I feel like this happens every once in a while. Yeah, the Apple phones sometimes will butt-dial emergency. I've had emergency come to my door. So this this incident happened in Coal Harbor, Nova Scotia. Gentleman accidentally calls 911. It's an accident. Police come to the house, though, to check up. And when the guy answered the door, police peek inside and they notice, hey, you got a bunch of loose guns out there. Oh, also grenades. Also swords. Is that a spear? Facing some weapons charges. Yeah. And, and this is true. The guy who was charged, his name is William Adam Judson Butt. What? This was a literal butt dial. A literal butt dial. So every time this guy walks into a bar in Coal Harbor now, everyone's going to say, hey. It's butt dial Bill. It's butt dial Bill. Where's your guns, Bill? And he deserves it every single time. You never love to hear about car accidents. This one it might be the cutest one, though. It's happened out by Wingham on Howick Turnbury Road on Sunday. Woman was driving her SUV, hit the ditch and rolled it. Woman was carrying her puppy while driving. Puppy fell into the wheel well area, according to police. Oh, no. Woman lost control of the SUV, hit the ditch, rolled the SUV. What, the puppy pressed down on the gas pedal or something? I don't know what the puppy did. It was doing puppy stuff. It was being adorable and smelling nice. Is the puppy okay? I'm glad you mentioned that. Because when I was reading this news release, that was my first thought, too, was how's the puppy doing? Well, I guarantee everyone who is listening to us right now, their first thought is how's the puppy? Police say puppy is not injured. Puppy, oh. Puppy's okay. It's weird how when the puppy's involved, you think of the puppy before the person. You didn't ask about the person. How's the person? Uh, minor injuries. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it would have been very insensitive to ask about the puppy. Does that make us bad people? <laughs> You've explained this before. Your your son got in a very minor car accident in the winter. Car slid off the road into the ditch. He was fine. Yeah. But there's always that thing in the back of your mind, like, how's the car doing? Yeah, how's Is the, the car, car okay? Is Are you okay, son? No bones broken? Great. You want to ask about the car so bad. But it's so insensitive. How's the car? <laughs> oh, God. You destroyed it, didn't you? SUV got rolled. Puppy uninjured. Woman. Minor conditions. Oh, boy. So police are reminding people, restrain your puppy. Buckle up your puppy. The puppy can't sit on your lap while you drive. No, buckle that dog up. It's for your safety and the dog's safety. The world's oldest person has died. French nun named Sister Andre. 
She lived to be 118 years old. Holy moly. What's the secret is what we always ask these people when they pass away. And there was an interview done with her last April. She said, work longer. I worked until I was 108. I don't want to work now. I got to work, work till I'm 108? That sounds terrible. I enjoy earthly pleasures like eating chocolate and drinking a glass of wine every day. Now they're saying we should only have two glasses a week. Yeah, there's some new alcohol guidelines saying two glasses a week. This woman is defying the guidelines. You know what I think it is? Because she's a nun, maybe didn't have a man in her life. That's draining. (laughs) Didn't have somebody leaving their dirty boots on the hardwood every day? Who put the empty bottle of wine back in the fridge? Not having a nagging man in your life. Is probably a good thing. Maybe. Yeah. She's with the Lord now. The Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction. They released some guidelines yesterday saying how many drinks you should have if you want to stay healthy. The limit is two drinks per week. What? That's down from 15 in the previous guidelines. Another idea they had, though, warning labels on alcohol because alcohol is linked to several cancers. Oh, no. Does that mean I'm going to see like a black lung or something on my stout? (laughs) Black lung stout. Sounds like a craft beer. I would totally drink that. I don't know. I don't want to see a diseased body on my alcohol. I see enough of that in line at the LCBO. On the other hand, this is kind of a good idea. Those warning labels might scare our own mad hussy away from drinking my spiked Kool-Aid jammers I keep in the fridge at work. You stay away from my Kool-Aid jammers, Matt. Those are spiked. My dad has some stories when he used to drive cab. Nothing like this, though. There's this cab driver in Toronto. Name's Vernon Warner. Five minutes into his shift, gets a call. Woman needs to go to the hospital. She's pregnant. She is pregnant, pregnant. She's in labor? And her water breaks in the cab. (gasps) Oh, no. And she's going to the hospital. He says, I'll get you there as quickly and safely as I can. Baby doesn't want to wait. Baby gets born in the back of the cab. He has to pull over into a gas station, calls 911, but he's there to watch the baby come. Oh, my goodness. Do you think he charges her for the extra time? That's what I'm wondering. The labor time? Do you keep the meter running? (laughs) Is he like... Is he, like, rubbing his hands together? Like, like oh, oh, yeah, take your time, uh, baby. Well, the contractions are 15 minutes apart at this point. We might be another couple hours. It's going to be a three-hour, $300 fare. It's going to be a good day. Come on. No, I'm sure he did it for free. I don't, I don't know. After that. The news article doesn't say. He's a hero. He's a good dude. He was there. He stayed with her the whole time. It was pretty cool. And, like, back of a taxi or worst places to be born. Tim Horton's bathroom. Hmm. Belgrave. There's lots hey, of worse places. I'm from Belgrave. I know. So yesterday was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and there was an unveiling of this statue in Boston. It's a famous site where he gave a speech, and after the speech, he hugged his wife, and there's a famous picture from 1964. And so the artist that made the statue basically took the arms from that picture. There's no body. It's just it, arms embracing each other. Yeah. When it was unveiled, people couldn't help but notice. It looks like a pair of arms cradling a massive dong. Yeah. A huge Johnson. And and even some of the family pointed this out. And there was a young kid, apparently, that yelled, that looks like a (laughs) pee-pee. So what accent was that? I don't know. Boston. Okay. 
So the importance of looking at something from all sides is at play here. Yeah, if you look at it from the front, it looks like arms embracing. You look at it from the back, arms holding a huge brass unit. But Boston isn't the first town to have a phallic statue. Our, our own Godrich has something kind of similar. Beautiful downtown Godrich. We've pointed this out on the show before. If you go up South Street in Godrich towards downtown, you see the courthouse and there's a water feature. There's Three rock pillars. Mm -hmm. The middle one is long, and the two next to it are a little shorter. And from the right angle, it looks like a uh, twig and berries. Yeah, basically. But just coming up South Street. I, I laugh every time I come up South Street. It doesn't help that there's water coming out of this thing, no. too. From other angles, it, it's, it's beautiful. And, and and maybe from that angle, it's beautiful, too. It's all how you look at it. Yeah, you can think those yeah. are beautiful. There's nothing it's, wrong it's okay. with that. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. So, Boston, we know how you feel here in Godrich. Uh, if you want to go to the Toronto Zoo, it's going to cost a little more. So it's about 25 bucks last year. This year, it's going to be about 30 bucks, going up 5 bucks a ticket for adults. It's going to be about 20 bucks for kids. Oh, the animals got to eat. I guess so. I guess so, but yeah. that's a lot of money to see the rhinos, to see the monkeys. The giraffes? Yeah, I guess so. The giraffes are weird, right? I don't think they have elephants anymore. No? No. Didn't you say the Canada section has a bunch of raccoons? Yeah. The Canada section's not worth the money because you can just go out in the woods and see the same animals. They got squirrels and stuff. But don't do that. <laughs> see the polar bears. You can't see that in Huron County. Fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of large white things in here on county. <laughs> if I wanted to see a bunch of lice-eating chimps sniffing each other's butts, I wouldn't pay 30 bucks. I'd just go to a Lucknow Lancers game. Yeah, true enough. I mean, if I wanted to see a gorilla, I could just go watch Trish comb your back. Oh, yeah. Mm. You're hairier hair. than me. No, I've seen your back. <laughs> my chest. She combs my chest. That's oh. a more accurate joke. Well, as you know, grocery store prices a little bit higher than they've been, which has resulted apparently in more theft. Expect more cameras, more surveillance, <laughs> maybe bars on the windows. I don't know what it's going to come to. Just wear your medical mask. They can't tell who you are. <laughs> so I used to work at a grocery store and I've seen some things. You've seen some things and some stuff. Yeah. So there's this guy that used to come in with like one of those newsboy hats and he would go down like the one you're wearing, like a paper boy hat. Yeah, kind of one that has a little more of uh, space. Oh, like the fancy puffier ones that golfers wear. Yes. In like the 1960s. Yeah, it kind of droops a little bit so he could stuff things in the hat. So he would go grab stuff mainly from the health and beauty aisle, like aspirin and stuff, whatever he needed. Then he would go to the washroom and stuff his hat. And it was so obvious. Put it in his hat? But unless you see them do it, you can't accuse them of doing was it. Was it like a Tylenol bottle-shaped thing in his, in his hat? Pretty much. Got away with a lot of stuff he took out of the store. So watch for that. This was a funny thing that happened once. There was this woman that would come in and she thought I wasn't watching her. She took a bread off the shelf and then she stepped on the bread. What? Stepped on the bread and then came over and said, this bread looks like it's been stepped on. Can I have it for half price? She won't. And I'm like, you stepped what? on it. You're the one that stepped on it. I saw you. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Is well, that true? She stepped on the bread? Yes. And then wanted discounted yeah, bread? Want a discount because it's damaged goods. How many times did she try this? Did you just boot her out and say, you're not welcome back Oh, here? apparently it was a trick she did several times. And then there was this other couple they would buy something. They would eat half of it. Almonds was the main thing. 
they'd eat half a bag. They'd get a big bag of almonds, yeah. eat half of it. And then they'd come back in and say, uh, we don't like them after eating half the bag. They're musty. And so they would get their money back. And so they were always half a bag up. So they were just always eating for free. And they did this with multiple items. Eventually, I think we just shut the, shut it down. Said, no, you can't do this. Like, oh, my goodness. perfectly fine. They came in yesterday. They were picked fresh off the tree. I can't imagine <laughs> this woman, like, in she did she step on the bread in the yeah. store, like, in yeah. front of people? It's this ongoing scam. She, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is bold. Yeah, <laughs> real bold. This is damage. Can I have it for free? No. No. Told you to stop doing this, Mom. Go to the other store. If you're looking for something to do with the family over the winter, something very cool you could do. There's a rare green comet that's going to be flying within view of Earth in the next couple weeks. So you'll be able to see this thing at night on a clear night. Got a green tail. It last flew by Earth 50,000 years ago. Wow. So it's been a long time. It'll probably be another couple tens of thousands of years before it's back, so you get to see something cool in the sky. 50,000 years ago, who was watching it then, you wonder? Yeah. Uh, Mammoth? Would have been before uh, the Egyptians. I don't know. Yeah. The Greeks? No, before the... Well, yeah, I don't know. Just long time ago. Cave people. I was, I was looking to make sure this thing wasn't going to hit us, and it's not. It's about 42 million kilometers away. It's about a third of the distance to Mars. So it's a good distance away. If you want to imagine how long 42 million kilometers is, just look at your last Rexall receipt. So you grew up in the church. Your dad was, is a pastor still. He's retired. And so so you're well familiar with the Bible. Did you ever wonder what some of these characters look like in the book? You ever wonder what Methuselah looks like? Well, Moses looked like Charlton Heston, I believe. Evidently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moses looked like a white American dude. <laughs> For some reason. If you believe the movies. Yeah. And Ramses was always played by, uh, I think, an actual Egyptian, typically. Okay. But uh, recently, they've actually recreated the face of Ramses II. He's the one who, uh, in the Moses story. Yeah. So we have an idea what Ramses II looks like. So using CT software scanning, Ramses II, he was the one that wouldn't let the people go. Yeah, Moses said, let my people go, Ramses. And Ramses like, no. No. And then came the plagues and everything else. Yeah. So they actually have found his mummy a while ago. And so what they've done is they've recreated what his face actually looked like. And... Looks a lot different than the people that play him in the movies. Yeah, in the movies, Yul Brenner played Ramses in the original, uh, the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. Yeah, or they usually have some like guy who's like a model or something because he has to have his shirt off all the time. Yeah, of course. But so I'm looking at the recreation, and it, it looks like you, Ramses. <laughs> Ramses the second looks like fatty. He actually looks like you. It makes sense. We're from the same neck of the woods. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Egypt's on the cusp of the Mediterranean. So is Lebanon. It was all the seafarers just bred. So it's, yeah, I it could be related to Ramses. Why not? Yeah. It, which makes sense. He looks like me. I'm Middle East heritage. And plus, anytime I try and leave early, you won't let me go. And so it's all. Was that your joke? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, he looks a bit like you. But really, dude, I love the way. They always make uh, these like Egyptians and Jews look in the movies. It's always these white American dudes. The last, yeah, the last iteration I saw. I don't know if you remember that movie Exodus from 2014. 
it was a Joel Edgerton, white, what? white American actor, was Ramses, and then Christian Bale was Moses. Batman was Moses. That's ridiculous. Let, let my people go. Let the Jews go, Ramses. My joke wasn't any better. Sorry, buddy. Oh, Matt and I love nothing more than cruising Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, and sometimes when we find something funny, we'll message it to each other. Took a screenshot this weekend. The photo's coming up for me on my Facebook right now. It's not working for you, though. If, if you Google or if you do a Facebook Marketplace search for Wingham table. No, it's not there anymore. The, the, the table's been cut in half and the woman underneath the table has been edited out. Okay, so the original photo, it ha- <laughs> somebody's selling a table, but in the old description it said the only photo they had was the one they posted. Now, you, the table's in part of the photo, but it's focused on a person, I think it's a woman, bent over. It looks like her cheeks against the floor. But right in the air. I just had so many questions. I have no idea what's going on. Maybe she's looking for a contact lens. What's happening in this photo? She's the central focus of the photo, but the table is what's for sale. You can (laughs) kind of see a chair. But then I thought, is this just symbolic for they just want cash only or under the table? I don't know. I don't know what it means, but it's a terrible photo and like... Everyone has access to a camera somewhere anymore. Like, put up a better photo of this table. I feel bad for whoever that was <laughs> bent over. Just big photo of their butt. <laughs> whoever it was got mad at whoever posted it because it's clearly been edited. They have since edited the photo, but they edited the same photo. So there's ba- they're selling a table and chairs and you can barely see them. <laughs> oh, you got to love the marketplace. Yeah, so just if, if you're selling something, just. Take a nice photo. Don't have your wife under the <laughs> table bent over. It just looks bad. <laughs> I think it looks great. I won't know what it's like to be a parent, but you know. You know how hard it can be. Kids acting up. You got to find a way to punish them. That's humane and not like the way we were raised. Well, and I'm wondering if this is what's going on up in Owen Sound. There was this 41-year-old woman charged for cutting cable lines to 10 homes. Just went around with a cable cutter. <laughs> Just started cutting cables. So internet out to a bunch of downtown homes in Owen Sound. We don't know why this was allegedly done by this woman, allegedly, who allegedly cut all these internet cables. We think maybe trying to punish the kids at home, they're acting up. There has to be consequences. Well, and it's hard to come up with good punishments anymore because back when I was a kid, we'd just be sent to our room and it was torture. And that was back in the mid-1900s. But you can't do that now because the kids have all this cool stuff in their rooms now. So maybe you cut off the Wi-Fi, but then there's data on the phone. So you can take away the phone, but... They still have their old phone. Yeah, they got. They can go back two or three phones ago sometimes. Or their friends have their old phones. They can borrow that. So you got to step it up. You got to just go out there and cut the cable altogether. Yeah. I think that's what you do, and you take out the 10 homes around you. Just so, to be sure. Just so they can't steal the Wi-Fi from another home. That's what I'm thinking went on here. We don't know. This is all speculation. Oh, being a parent's tough. It is. That's tough. Sometimes you got to take out the internet to 10 homes. Word travels so fast anymore when a celebrity dies. I saw this coming in last night. It's sad to hear of the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. Elvis Presley's only child, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, she was married to Michael Jackson for a bit. That's how she got on my radar. She was married to Michael Jackson in the 90s. Well, she was very talented. She released music. She did a lot. 
Name me a Lisa Marie Presley song. I don't know her songs. Yeah, of course. Nobody does. She had some critically acclaimed albums. She did stuff. Acclaimed by which critics? Nobody knows any of her songs. I'm not saying she wasn't a nice or talented lady, but like she was known for being Elvis's daughter. I'm bringing this up because you and your family play this game <laughs> where you have this conversation. So the first person in to report a celebrity death gets the point. Yeah, it's kind of like... So, uh, but the way we do it is we have a family chat. You have to text, why did you kill Lisa Marie Presley? Sir, a couple weeks ago, why did you kill Barbara Walters? Why did, so I'm going to go through the family. Why did you and, kill Barbara Walters? Why did you kill Pele? My mom got that. My mom got, why did you kill Twitch? Ellen's dancer. Oh, my God. This is so dark. Why did you kill Kirstie Alley? Sh- my brother Shaddy got that. Uh, why did you kill Christine McVie? I got that one. Oh, my God. I got, why did you kill Gallagher? So you get some satisfaction out of getting this point? Oh, my sister-in-law got, why did you kill Aaron Carter? Oh, stop. Oh. It, was, it was a bad year. Oh, who was the murder she wrote, lady? My, Angela Lansbury. And my brother Shaddy got Angela Lansbury. Do you ever get these? <laughs> I got a couple. Yeah, I've gotten a couple. I don't know how it started, but we text each other whenever there's a celebrity death, and you think it's messed up. Well, it's no more messed up than just the Facebook feed. Like, I have my friends on Facebook, like, rest in peace, and then they share an article of a celebrity that died. Like, I don't know. Like, they're the first person to hear about it. Like, they're the first person on the scene. Oh, thanks for telling me. I would have never found out through the news outlets. All right, so we both agree. Uh, dead celebrities are hilarious. I pass away tonight. Uh, Will one of your family chime in and say, who killed Matt? I'm texting Natalie, your <laughs> wife. Girl Guides of Canada changing the name of their brownies group. That's the seven to eight-year-olds mm-hmm. who are part of the Girl Guides. The brownies are going to be called the embers oh that's a good name it's kind of natural sounding it's pretty cool yeah could you start off as a spark then you become an ember then you graduate to the girl guides and so forth okay i, I always remember the girl guides though because they sell cookies do they i'm they've never knocked on my door though what they knock on your door you get a girl guy knocking on your door selling cookies uh, yeah i have oh I have. no i've never gotten oh that. they don't come to your door they know better no no <laughs> they know you're not buying No, any. they don't know enough. If they came to my door, they'd be making some cash. Embers is nice, though. Brownies were problematic because the, the organization said there were some members of color who had issues with the brownies, and I get it. It always reminded me of the food, though, so yeah. it always made me hungry when the brownies were in the news. Yeah. It's like naming your group the Hot Pockets or, like, the Goldschlagers, mm. something like that. So honeybees, they've been plagued by this disease called foul brood where they all get sick and then they have to basically kill the whole hive. It sounds like the name of a Twilight movie. Foul Brood. There's, yeah. new, there's new Moon, Breaking Light, or whatever it is, and Foul Brood. Foul Brood. Miraculously, scientists have come up with a vaccine for the bees. It's been approved now in, in the United States. So this vaccine will boost the bees' immune systems, and then they can heal. From the disease. How do the bees feel about the vaccine? Well, there's a little bit of controversy. The The queen bees told them you can't cross the border unless you get the vaccine. Oh, and then the bees are going to have a convoy going up to the queen's house. And they're going to have a bunch of flags that say F the queen. I think, yeah. And they're going to not do any work. Just close down <laughs> a whole bunch of businesses around the hive because they're upset. The British company, New Holland, they make the tractors. New Holland tractors, totally. So they've developed the first tractor that can be completely powered by cow dung. Explain. You can't just shovel cow dung into this thing, right? Well, it has a special unit. It keeps the methane, 
which they can get from the cow dung, keeps it in a liquid form, and it works. They say it works just as good as their diesel engine. So if you're a cattle farmer, you just shovel that crap into the tractor and boom, gasoline the rest of your life? That's a huge expense on a farm, the gasoline. No kidding, dude. If you can just use the cow crap, it's revolutionary. Okay, so cattle farmers going to have a lot of cow crap. What do you have a lot of that you'd want to power your vehicle off of? Old toques? Yeah, old toques maybe. Yeah. But I wish I could just tap into my sewage too. Okay. Why, why couldn't we have cars that run on crap? Your son does eat a lot of trail mix. A crap car. Well, if you wanted to buy a crap car, just get a Ford Focus. It's a couple out of Quesnel, British Columbia. Bruce Carter, Emiliana Kafton, they won two million bucks playing BC 49 lottery. Two million bucks. They say they're going on a fishing trip. They're going to share some of the winnings with their family. That's nice. And to celebrate, they're going to enjoy some KFC. Good for them. The celebration bucket. The Wingham pastime. Yeah, that's just what you do. Well, I think if I won this money, I would probably get KFC. But I would get it delivered by the Wingham mayor themselves. Oh, okay. Right to my door, whoever that is. All dressed up. <laughs> you did no research. They, they got to dress up and they deliver it right to my home on a helicopter. Because you're rich now. So I might as well go big. I win the lottery. I'm taking Trish the Dish to the most expensive place I can think of. I'm going to say, sweetheart, put on a nice dress. We're going to Loblaws. News released this week from the Huron County OPP, thing that happened in beautiful old Godrich, Ontario. Yeah, close to where I live. This was Saturday night around midnight. Someone called about somebody driving erratically on a mobility scooter. A rascal? <laughs> they're driving on a scooter and I think they're drinking. I think they're drunk. They're doing at least six, no, seven kilometers an hour. And you might think that, well, I mean, that's the safe thing to do. I, I'm not in a car, but here on OPP reminding people that a mobility scooter is a motorized vehicle. Anything that's not powered by your own muscles counts as a vehicle. And the same charges for drunk driving, I believe. I, it is. So they found, or they looked through the area. They found the scooter abandoned. And they found somebody who I guess met the description later on. Person was impaired. And a 56-year-old from Godrich is facing impaired driving charges. One thing people don't realize, too, is those e-bikes that a lot of people have now. When you say some people, do you mean you? Well, I, I have an e-bike. You just got an e-bike. And you might think, well, I could just e-bike home from the party. Nope. Because that's, yeah, different. It's not. It's a motorized vehicle. <laughs> and then they'll take your e-bike away and you'll be riding a normal bike like a normal drunk. You're all in favor of recycling. You're a hippie. It's not a hippie thing. That's just a responsible human thing. Everyone should recycle. And I think pretty much everyone does at this point. I couldn't hear you through your poncho, hippie. Oh, stop it. But we're still behind other countries that just recycle everything. So over in Belgium... They recycle human hair. What do you so, mean? So if you go to the hairdresser or barber, they collect all that hair, and then they turn them into, like, little sponges, and then they put those in drains. Hair, I guess, absorbs oils very well, and so it absorbs all that stuff. What are you talking about? So w it, when I'm trimming my beard, is there a special bin I got to put the trimmings in? Is that what's going on? Well, that's what they do. Recycle the hair, and then it keeps harmful oils and stuff from going into the waterways. So you're telling me if I spill the canola oil in my house, I should just press Trish the dish's head onto the floor and wipe it up? Use your hair as a mop. You hear that, Trish? Oh, I don't yeah. need to buy any reusable cloths anymore. What? Use your own hair. I don't have any hair. I just wanted to rub it in. This researcher out of the University of Calgary 
dug up some old newspapers from 1923, 100 years ago. Predictions that were made in 1923 of what the year 2023 would look like. Yeah, they thought people will work a maximum of four hours a day. Oh, everything will be electrified. We don't need to work anymore. Yay! Four hours a day. They got that wrong. People working three jobs now. Uh, There is one newspaper that says... Uh, the average length of human life will be 300 years. We will live to be 300 years old. Wow, what a future. No ugly people. They figured by 2023, we will have worked out a way to not be ugly. Okay. But that's not true. Uh, no, hey, we're all beautiful well, on the inside. True. On the outside, yeah. a lot of us, very ugly. <laughs> They predicted newspapers would be out of business for 50 years. Joke's on them. It's only been about 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, they got that quite right. They said, homes won't have kitchens anymore. We won't need to cook. We'll just put a bunch of chemicals together and there's some food. Kind of like a replicator. But I guess they're kind of right because if you can't afford a home, you don't have a kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. You can cook your food in a refrigerator box out behind Country 104.9 Studios. Just like Matt and I do. So you always got to do your research if you're moving to a new community. You hear these stories of people moving into a community and they're like, I didn't know there was a train that went by my place. Yep, it's that's like, well, the, what the train tracks are yeah, for. Yeah, the train tracks are there. We heard about this in rural France a couple of years ago. Rich people were moving from the city to rural France and then complaining that it smelled like cow crap. Yeah, and they didn't like the sound of the cows. It's like, you're moving into our territory. Lady out in England. She moved next to, what was it, a cricket pitch? A cricket club. Yeah. Yeah. And she was complaining that the cricket balls were hitting her fence, which backed on to the actual (laughs) cricket pitch. And and she was getting cricket balls in her lawn. She's like, I want the cricket club to stop. Of course, you're going to get the odd cricket ball in your yard. Yeah, it's like moving to Kippen or complaining about the sheds. Or moving next to a radio jock and complaining about all the crying. So every year there seems to be a problematic toy that parents get their kids and then they start playing with them. And then the parents are like, oh, that's inappropriate. So the latest is a fake remote control. Kids can press the buttons and pretend they're controlling the TV. But Sounds like it's for toddlers. Yeah, for like ages four to six or something like that, maybe. You press the buttons and it tells jokes. Parents are now saying these jokes aren't very appropriate for young children. So... We had audio of three jokes. <laughs> uh, a mom posted a video of this remote control she got for her child. There was three jokes on it. One of them we're going to not play because it's a priest and some strong sexual innuendo. Terrible. So, so we're not going to play that one. <laughs> but we're going to play you two of them. This first one is it, it's a little innocuous, but you'll have to explain death to your child. So play this first one. Tom told his friend... My brother has a job with 10,000 people under him. His friend replied, Wow, he must be the CEO of a corporation. Tom said, No, he cuts the grass in a cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) You get it? He's got 10,000 people under Under, him? Yeah. He's the grass cutter at the cemetery. Great joke. Yeah, but then you have to explain what a cemetery and death to a four-year-old. Yeah, you have to drop funerals and stuff on a four-year-old. So, okay, so that's one joke. His mom posted another one. Uh, What's the premise of this one again? Murder. Oh, this is... Murder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here it is. Here it is. It's what makes a clip-clop, clip-clop, bang, bang, clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop noise. An Amish drive-by shooting. (laughs) 
<laughs> clip clop, clip, clip clop, clop bang. bang, bang. What's that? An Amish drive-by shooting. Oh, brutal. First of all, it's making the Amish look bad, and then it's murder in the joke. So not appropriate for the kids. Did so they, they've recalled this toy. They've recalled the toy, uh, and it was sold by Walmart, Yeah, which always seems to sell the shadiest stuff. So they've stopped making this toy now. Yeah, so if you have this toy... Uh, Record yourself using it and send us the audio. The jokes are pretty solid. <laughs> Going to tell you the story of a gentleman named Shankar Mishra. He was an executive with the bank Wells Fargo until this week because it was revealed that he peed on somebody on a plane. What? How does this even come about? <laughs> so I guess, uh, according to the report, some witnesses say he had a bunch to drink, so he was intoxicated. And according to this story, he the victim says he sat up from his seat, turned around, and began urinating on Just her. started peeing, thought he was in the washroom, maybe? I don't know what he thought, but he was peeing all over, apparently, this woman's uh, seat, dress, and purse. Oh, God. So all this was kind of kept under wraps. This happened in uh, December. It happened a while back. But it's just being revealed now because he's formally been charged. Oh, God. <laughs> so he's been fired from his job with Wells Fargo. But, but you were saying they didn't even let this poor lady have another seat. No, she had to. She, she asked is, a, a stewardess who asked the pilot, like, can we assign this lady a new seat? And he said, no, you go back to your seat, lady. Can I sit on the floor? <laughs> Anything better than a pea-soaked seat. Yeah, anything's better, I guess. Oh, God. So this dude's been fired. And I'm thinking, like, we shouldn't be too hard on him. If we fired every person who got drunk and peed on people in their general area, Matt Hussey wouldn't have a job. Oh, Thursday, there was some vandalism at the St. Vincent de Paul Cemetery in beautiful Mitchell. 62 headstones knocked over. 62? Perth OPP were looking for the people responsible, and they found said people. It was seven teenagers, so none of them identifiable by name because they're under the age of 18. But it was seven teenagers ranging from ages 13 to 17. Six of the teenagers from Perth County. The last one, Huron County teenager. Oh, there was one of our own in there. One of our own in there. But I'm sure the Huron County teenager, I'm sure, was just watching. Yeah, I'm sure. Those Perth kids. Sure they had nothing to do with it. Yeah. There, it was just peer pressure. Yeah. From the Perth County, all those Perth County kids. This is such a bad example on our Huron County teenagers. Okay, so... <laughs> I did some dumb stuff when I was a teen. You were saying you can't imagine what they were thinking. My point is I can't imagine the 62. Surely one of the kids would have perked up after the first one and said, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. No, let's do them all. Dude, you're talking like an old man. Um, this isn't a criticism, but you didn't have alcohol when you were a kid. No. You you were fairly like a straight arrow. Do so you think these kids were drinking? I I'm thinking they were drinking and carrying on, having a good time, doing stuff they shouldn't have done, but having fun. I, I'm not in any way condoning this, but I'm saying I've been a drunk 17-year-old. You get I, caught up in the moment. I, 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 this is within the realm of possibility as a drunk 17-year-old. It's terrible. How do they pay for this? Do they have to, like... Set them back up. Uh, the cemetery is hoping for some donations at some point, but they're saying they're going to make a long-term plan. They should make these kids dig graves for a year. What's that That'll show them. Show them what? I don't know. Maybe they'll have a come-to-Jesus moment. I should live a good life because one day I'll die too. It's kind of moment. A Scrooge moment, maybe. But what if they're like, I like digging ditches. I'm going to ruin more cemeteries. And then your plan backfired. True enough. Those Perth County teenagers. 
new study out of Harvard. And they're smart there, I think. Yeah. Did you go there, Steve? No? No. Steve didn't go there, which makes sense. Steve's not a smart man. Oh, he's, what the? He's a, you're a kind, hardworking man. Okay, yeah. We'll go with that. All right. Man. So studies saying that because we're losing bees every year, that it's killing humans because the bees help to pollinate the agriculture. And if we have less healthy food, it means we have less people eating healthy food and more people getting the diabetes like Wilfred Brimley and getting heart disease and croaking. This story kind of upsets me because, yeah, bees rub their butts in flowers and we need to protect them. But I do it and I'm suddenly ruining Mother's Day. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.